Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is The Overlooked. Today we're going to be discussing the disappearance of Nicole Denise Jackson. Nicole Denise Jackson is a 24-year-old African-American female originally from Birmingham, Alabama. She loves to sing and plans on making this her career. Due to her love of singing, in 2018, Nicole left Alabama to move to Germany to pursue a music career. She told her family that she decided to move to Germany due to being able to go to school for free there. So in 2018, when Nicole was just 21 years old, she met a man online and they decided to live in Germany together. Not much is known about this man. While there are photos of him online, no other details have been released. We, the public, do not know this man's name. All that's really made available is the fact that he is a white man they met online and he's possibly from Germany. Now, when Nicole originally left, she was in contact with her family, but slowly communication began to fade. And the last time anyone heard from her was possibly 2020. Now in 2019, the family was creating plans to go to Germany to find Nicole. However, in 2020, the coronavirus hit, messing up any travel plans. Nicole's sister, Ella Vaughn, states she heard from her sister in 2019, but that was via text. The last time she heard her actual voice was Christmas 2018. It should also be mentioned that around that time, Nicole's Instagram was deleted, which family states is really odd. It should also be mentioned there is no social media updates from the boyfriend whatsoever either. Now the family has been in contact with the U.S. consulate and officials went to the address that they had on file for Nicole, but they say no one was living at that address when they showed up. Officials stated, we have attempted communication with Ms. Jackson via the information we have from State Department records but have not been able to reach her thus far. Per previous recommendations, we strongly advise that you contact German authorities directly to file a missing persons report or obtain information on your sister's whereabouts. And that's exactly what her family did. They filed a missing persons report in Munich. And this was not exactly easy. Her family states it came with its challenges, citing language barriers as an issue. The Atlanta Black Star reports that it wasn't until recently that her sister even discovered that the man Nicole left with was someone she met online. It was originally believed that this was someone she previously knew and someone she went to school with. Now, family has received some messages from Nicole since 2018, but these have all been text messages. No one has actually physically seen her or heard her voice since 2018. Family has tried calling her number, but has not been able to get through. Her father sent her a happy birthday text in which she eventually replied about a week later saying, thank you, dad. I hope you had a nice birthday too. 
Her father replied to the text asking her to call him and asking if she was okay. However, he never received the reply. This was in July of 2020. Now that COVID restrictions have been lifted, the family is trying to work out a plan to locate Nicole. Ella and Nicole's father have had passports expedited to travel to Munich to begin their search in the upcoming weeks. The family has a GoFundMe page that has collected about $3,000, and this is still $17,000 short of their needed goal. Her sister expressed concern, stating she's not sure if Nicole is still alive. She states, I might not ever find her, but I know she just wouldn't go off the grid like this. Her sister seems to understand that finding Nicole may be like finding a needle in a haystack. She states, if you find her and it turns out that she just wants to be left alone, at least I know she's okay. But her sister has her doubts about that. She is quoted saying, deep down, I know something is wrong. So far, her sister has joined several Facebook groups, several of them being German Facebook groups, spreading word about her missing sister, but no new information has been provided. Now, again, in regards to the man Nicole went with, little is known about him. A name has not been released. Now, there are photos of him and Nicole online, and I will be posting this on the blog and on Instagram. Her sister told WLOX.com, Once I get to Germany, I'm going to plaster his face everywhere. That's where he's from. Someone is going to recognize him. If we can find him, we can find her or figure out what happened. Now, in one article, her sister did mention that she did a private reading with a psychic and it said what came through was not necessarily good. It's not mentioned per se what the psychic said, but in that very same article, just a sentence or two later, she mentions possible human trafficking. It should be noted that this is actually a huge trade in Germany. Her family acknowledges how hard it would be to track her down, but they feel they must try. And I completely agree with them. One good thing, Nicole's sister Ella does know the area Nicole was supposed to be staying in. So her family's plans to start their search there. As mentioned earlier, Ella's in a lot of German Facebook groups and the people of those groups have been reposting Nicole's missing person information. However, as of today, no one has reached out to Ella or her father and we have no new news about where Nicole possibly is. Nicole is still considered missing and her family is still looking for her. Now, as usual, I did a search around the web to see what crime sleuths have found on their own, what locals may have said, but I really can't find anything on social media pages or any crime forums whatsoever. Of course, I did find a few Facebook posts, mostly in groups that repost stories of missing persons. Really, when you go to these pages, you usually don't find any new information. It's usually a hundred comments of people putting prayer hands, saying praying for her family, Sheridan, Washington, Sheridan, California. But I will say I was able to come across some theories. The prevailing theory is Nicole was a possible victim of human trafficking, with people speculating that she may have even had her documents taken from her, leaving her extremely vulnerable in a strange country where she does not know many people or the lay of the land. Now, I do want to mention this is actually a thing. This is actually more common than we would like to believe. This happens all the time all around the world, even here in the U.S. What happens is an agency or a person tell young women, hey, you should come over here. You'll make more money, especially in places like America or Dubai. 
and they tell them you can live with the family so you don't have to worry about that you'll have your own room and they just need you to be a nanny and you can just do your job retire at night and then you know you'll have your weekends off and you can send money back home to the family but what happens sometimes is these women they get over here or to whatever country they go to and green cards or whatever paperwork they need are taken from them basically they become a slave they don't really get hours off they are cleaning all day taking care of the kids all day cooking all day oftentimes they're being beaten they're usually not really allowed to leave the house and of course they're not actually being paid and the problem with this is that usually it happens to women from poorer countries so family members when they don't hear from them think well they're in america there's a chance that you know they're having a good time they're living their life you know oh and this does not only happen to women from poorer countries i mean there has been cases of women coming over from like sweden and the same thing happening the whole tactic is to get someone out of their element and then it makes it harder for them to run away it makes it harder for them to even dream of escaping because they're in a strange country they don't really understand the lay of the streets there may be an issue signaling help and trying to tell someone hey i'm an american i'm swedish I'm Nigerian, I'm Indian, and I've been kidnapped. I need to get to my country's embassy because for a lot. Are these people, okay, I escaped the house, now what? Where do I go? I can't speak to the people I run into. I'll be destitute in a place I don't really know. Another speculation I came across in these comments was the mention of her phone still working. Now, I also found this very peculiar because again, the last time anyone heard her voice was 2018. But we know someone was using her phone, her same number to reply back to her father in July of 2020. So who is paying that phone bill? Is there a way family can access her account? Now in the US, an official investigation would have to be open. A judge would have to sign an order allowing investigators to look into this. But I'm not sure how this works in Germany. Her family has filed a missing persons report and they reached out to the US consulate, but I don't think this is the same as having an open active investigation. Also, let's be honest, here in the US, her case would probably not be listed as urgent and there's a chance that all they would do is put her in a database as well and go about their business. As I've said several times, adults are allowed to walk away from their lives. This is not a crime. And when police find out that there are no direct signs of imminent danger, especially when it's a young woman, they're kind of treated like a runaway until any serious evidence presents itself. Now, I did some searching around the internet. I was able to find a pamphlet that discussed how German police handle missing person cases. And basically, it feels pretty similar to how the U.S. handles its missing person cases. You know, the person is looked for and locations that they are more likely to be at due to their history or known schedules. And then when they can't find them, they put their name in a database that's accessible to other police departments. Now, Germany does have a department referred to as the BKA, and it's Germany's National Central Office for the International Criminal Police Organization, ICPO, better known as Interpol. 
It appears that they are the ones that handle cases of foreign individuals getting lost, missing, and so forth in their country. I could not really find anything specifically different about this organization versus regular police. I mean, it is said that they pass on the information to foreign Interpol bureaus, but I cannot find a lot of detailed information about what their specific protocols are. So then I began to search around the web of what the U.S. does when someone goes missing in a foreign country. I got to the FBI's website, but they mostly help in missing kids cases. And all the cases I found were federal cases with no clear mention of international cases. When I was able to find information on international work performed by the FBI, it was centered around counterterrorism. So I ended up on the United Nations website and they have various programs that are made specifically to combat various types of human trafficking. But how one actually gets in touch with one of these programs and get assisted with help? Yeah, that's a mystery. I mean, the website has a ton of information that would be good if you wanted to brush up on your trafficking knowledge, but there's not a lot of tangible information that gives you steps on, okay, I think I have a loved one involved in human trafficking. What steps do I need to take now? They do have a contact button and when you press on the contact button, it takes you to a generic contact page where you could put in your name, your number, your email and why you are contacting them. But I'm not 100% sure if I believe that page actually works. When you press on the page, even before you put your information in, the page has a lot of coding errors that are visible on the screen. Usually when I see that, I think, Okay, yeah, someone has not been on the website checking to make sure everything works and keeping things up to date for quite a while. And yes, I know I could have filled out the page myself and I would be able to tell you guys if they wrote back to me in a timely manner, so forth. But I really just don't believe in using important services like that just to test out theories. As someone who has worked criminal justice adjacent, as someone who has worked organizations that deal with crisis, when people do that, when they use services just because they're bored or they're curious to see how they work or anything like that, they take up resources, they take up time that could be used assisting actual victims. Now, if you just want to find out information on how it works, they usually have that on their website. I could not find this on the UN's website or not in a clear cut way. I also came across another national human trafficking organization, and this one says they have 24-7 contact at thehumantraffickinghotline.org. My guess is that they would probably be the best bet for the family to reach out to in regards to what to do when someone goes missing overseas and when trafficking is believed to be involved. Now, yes, this is a national organization, so they would not be the ones to straight up help them, but they are more than likely the people that will have contacts with international organizations. They more than likely have more information on what steps should be taken. Why they might not be able to actively do the work themselves, I think they will probably be the best bet on figuring out what steps to take and who to contact and how to contact them and what organizations work fast and who they should be in contact with when they get to Germany. And even though I'm saying all this and I went through all that, I want to make it clear. We don't even know if this is the case. We have no idea if Nicole has been trafficked. To be honest, we don't have any idea of a lot of things in this case. We don't even know where the boyfriend is or the boyfriend's name. We don't know if he too is possibly a victim of something or if he's the perpetrator. 
Fact of the matter is we're all making educated guesses. Look, there is still hope that Nicole is alive and that her family will be able to find her. And I ask if you know anything or if you know of any resources that you reach out to Nicole's family to provide them with information. I ask that you share this episode, you go to the blog and share the blog or any one of the various links or sites that you'll find on there. And while yes, it does seem that the awareness really needs to be spread in Germany, but there might be someone that recognizes this man. He's a part of your travel group. He used to go to college with you. Any little thing will help. I am also a big believer, as well as the family, that finding out who this man is and finding him will lead to where Nicole is. If you look and you recognize this man, or you have any other information, even if it's just resources to help the family look for their loved one overseas, I ask that you give her sister, Elevon, a call at 205-377-3740 or her father, Antonio Jackson, at 205-317-5245. Now, family members' numbers are listed as a contact resource on multiple articles, so that's why I'm sharing those numbers as those are the only numbers I can find for contact. But by any chance, if Ella or Antonio comes across this podcast and you are like, no, please don't share my information. Uh, I sincerely apologize and I ask that you just send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram and I will completely edit the episode and make sure I take that off. Now, as always, guys, I hope you guys have a great week. Be safe, be vigilant, and I'll see you guys next Sunday. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.